This is AutoLine Daily, reporting on the global automotive industry. As we reported earlier this week, Wards is forecasting that sales in the U.S. will drop in March at the same time that inventory goes up. That means automakers will have to start offering more discounts or they're going to have to reduce production. Now, FCA will lay off 1,500 workers at its Windsor, Ontario plant that builds the Chrysler Pacifica and Dodge Grand Caravan. Sales are down 24% and 27% respectively. The company is eliminating the third shift, but that will not go into effect until the end of September. FCA will offer early retirement packages to eligible employees and will try to place laid-off workers into other full-time positions. Meanwhile, Lamborghini is having the time of its life It's setting all-time sales and earning records. Last year, Lambo sold 5,750 cars, up a whopping 51%. And for the first time in its history, it sold more than 5,000 vehicles. Profits shot up 40% to 1.4 billion euros. And almost all of the credit goes to a decision to make an SUV. It's the Lamborghini Urus that's driving all of that growth. Hey, if you want to get into all the gory details on how the Renault-Nissan alliance became a cauldron of stress and intimidation, check out the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times today. They both have stories that take deep dives into how Nissan executives revolted against their former CEO, Carlos Ghosn. The stories don't necessarily break new ground, but they sure have a detailed chronology of how it all went wrong. Okay, all you hardcore gearheads, we're going to tax your automotive knowledge. Here's a barn find we found, and we challenge you to figure out what it is. I was on vacation in Uruguay earlier this week, a country where you can find all kinds of old cars tucked away in the countryside. I came across this car parked out on the street in a small town. Do you think you know what it is? Leave your guesstimates in the comments section below, and we'll reveal the answer next week. Looks like the ride-hailing industry is turning into an investment bonanza. Lyft, the ride-hailing company, was just valued at more than $24 billion in its first initial public offering, which was more than investors anticipated. Now analysts are turning their attention to Uber, which is expected to launch its IPO next month. The company's been told by its investment bankers it could be worth as much as $120 billion. That means Uber is considered to be more valuable than GM, Ford, and Fiat Chrysler put together. ZF is making a push to become one of the largest auto suppliers in the world. Back in 2015, it acquired TRW for nearly $13 billion, and now it's paying $7 billion for Wabco, a company that makes braking systems and safety and connectivity technology for commercial vehicles. This puts ZF on an equal footing with its German rivals, Bosch and Continental. And if you'd like to learn more about how ZF is transitioning from making traditional car parts to new technologies, check out our 
outline this week episode from earlier this year, which dives into the topic. Uh, uh, looks like sales of the Chevrolet Bolt could be poised to drop off a cliff. GM has sold over 200,000 EVs and plug-ins in the U.S., so the $7,500 tax credits it gets from Uncle Sam are about to drop in half. And then in six months, they'll go away altogether. Even so, GM has no plans to lower the price of the Bolt. For buyers, that means the price will effectively go up by $3,750. Sales of the Bolt are down 25% over the last three months. And now, they're going to drop even more. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Advanced materials that deliver better results. All truck companies must use standardized communication protocol for their commercial vehicles, but automakers use proprietary communication networks, and that's important for cybersecurity purposes. On AutoLine this week, we're joined by Matthew Carpenter from Grim Cyber Research, and he explained the difference between protecting passenger and commercial vehicles from hackers. So what it, com- what it boils down to is a combination of units and their own weaknesses. So what, what Bill was getting at is uh, a Ford or a Chrysler or a, or a GM car will have maybe a telematics unit. Uh, maybe, it's, uh, maybe it's wrapped into the sync, uh, the Ford infotainment system, or whatever, whatever that component is. That's the part that faces the internet. That's the most likely valuable component to hack. But once you get to that component, once you've compromised it and can get on, then you have to be able to send messages to the other units in the vehicle, which can vary between even models of the same make. Um, In the heavy trucking industry, it's a similar thing, even though it's a very different landscape. You have a Cummins engine, you've got uh, different Bendix or whatever components making up the, the vehicle that can be known, and they're all combined to make a truck with a telematics unit. The difference is Ford makes their telematics unit, actually they farm it out, but it's a Ford thing. GM makes their telematics unit, Chrysler makes theirs, and so it's not like the heavy, ind- heavy truck industry where You've got three or four to choose from, big name, very reliable telematics, but if you've compromised one telematics unit, it may be used in a myriad of trucks among different manufacturers. And you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.